Welcome to the Biscuits and Groovy Podcast. Oh man, you were late on that one. Sorry, Ooh, sorry. Today's no. for Stacy. Yeah, we have a very special guest with us today. Stacy is here. Hi everyone. Stacy, you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, so my name is Stacy Fleischer. Um, don't know what to say. I'm born and raised in Orem, Utah. I met Alex through the Provo music scene. I played drums for a few different bands, but my main band is Queen Adilla. We played several shows with Alex's band, Leaping Gnome. Yes. Um, that was a fun time. We played lots of shows together. So many shows. And I played drums. Um, I love the drums. I love the mountains. And that's me. <laughs> Boom. That's Stacy. Do you play any other instruments or just, just drums? Yeah. So I grew up playing piano as well. And then the last couple of years, I've picked up bass guitar, which is super fun. It I'm is. obsessed. It's and the best. Yeah. And then I actually started learning the trumpet. Whoa, interesting. Yeah. Have you, have you found any ska bands to join? <laughs> Not yet. I kind of just like learned Autumn Leaves and a few Christmas songs, and that's about it. Boom. You I can play some uh, Whitney. They have they have some uh, some trumpets. Some trumpet trump, yeah. trumperoonies. Well, yes. Yeah, so we are very excited to have Stacy with us. Like I said, she will bring a new aspect today at, with her drum knowledge. I hope. I we Alex and I like to pretend we can play the drums. Yes. Uh, you know, Alex is the worst drummer in the world. Yes. Did you know that? I'm the worst drummer in like, the world. Like, yeah, he has a trophy. I, I don't believe it. No, in, it's, it's in bad. In the world. I've tried really hard. Yeah, it's it's pretty bad. Um, But yes. So today, as we said last week, we're doing Ben Howard. Yes. Last week, I when you mentioned Ben Howard, the first person I thought of was Ben Folds. Stacy <laughs> gave me a lot of live today. and she, Or no, the other day, she fooled me. I teased Alex. He said... Have you been listening to the songs? I said, yeah, Ben Folds, right? <laughs> and but I was, I was like, just pulling that's funny, his leg. No clue. And you had no clue. You yeah, why? Well, no, oh, totally bit like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I wanted to freak Alex out, but <laughs> I had, I'd yeah. actually, I actually listened to like almost his entire discography when I told you that. So I like knew I'd be messing with you, sure, yeah. but confidently because I knew I listened still funny. to the right person. Well, yeah, so yeah, but like last week when you were like, "Yeah, we're doing Ben Howard," I was like, "Oh yeah, I know some Ben Howard songs." And I went home, I was like, "Wait, no, I don't. I who was I thinking of? Who is this?" I was like, guy? "Ben Folds." And then I was like, "Wait, who else could I be thinking of?" I thought Ben. There's a guy named Ben Lee as well who I also listen to. So this is the third Ben. This it's is the Ben trilogy. The Ben. Yeah, in my ben in my man. music repertoire now. So I appreciate getting a third Ben in the bunch. Well, I'm, I'm proud of us for yeah, you know, getting through so, this together. Do we uh, let's let's get here some history on Ben? Yeah, Howard. Ben Howard. Ben Howard, born April twenty fourth, nineteen eighty seven, British singer songwriter. So he's an English boy. He's he's a chap, uh, a musician, composer. Um, he's got three albums. Um, they are Every Kingdom, I forgot where we were, and Noonday Dream. Um, two thousand eleven for Every Kingdom, two thousand fourteen for I forgot where you were, and two thousand eighteen for Noonday Dream. Um, pretty solid dude. I feel like he got around a lot. Like I don't know. Um, like got around, got around, or like no, no, no. Like I feel like he just like from when I would originally have like known about him was definitely not 2011. Um, I feel like my probably first was I don't know 2013, 14. So probably his second album was out by then. Okay. Um, but definitely, I feel like he just toured all the time. And um, he's pretty young, like early 20s like considering his age right mm -hmm. yeah uh -huh. he was 33 right now but yeah. yes he but would yes. have been so back then, really yeah. really cool yeah really did cool. you did you um see the interview with him i guess probably a few like, we have talked about his surfing background yes i feel like in that case okay, and this is a thought i had ben howard is the 
hipster British version of Jack Johnson. That's <laughs> that's, that's, that's who he is to I, me. I was, that's, well, <laughs> that's, 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 a, that's an interesting yeah. connection. This week, when I, my wife and I were listening to him in the car like a couple days ago, and I was like, who who does he remind you of? Like, if you had to give me another singer to like connect him to. And she was like, she was like, I guess since he's British, Ed Sheeran. But I was like, I don't, I don't hear no. it. But now, now I hear Jack Johnson. That's funny. No, just the, I think the surfing, surfing background yeah, and, the, and the singer songwriter kind of yeah. like it. Yeah, but he's obviously an English chap. But. Yeah, sure. He's got to be. And then he's hipster. Way very, more hipster. hipster than I, than Jack Johnson's about as dirtbaggy mm-hmm. as it gets, right? But like, <laughs> but like in a good way, not like right. But like, not like a douche. No, like, no, 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 no. Just uh, like a, a, a dirtbag. Yeah, yeah, yeah like bill. van life, beach bum yes, situation. <laughs> ben, ben Howard's not that quite that. Correct. Um, yeah, but pretty solid dude. Um, like the songs, kid. Let's go. Let's just jump into it. Who Should wants to go know? first? If Stacy last or first, where do you want Stacy? Oh, or second? Yeah, or second. I'll go I'm, second so I can get a feel. Tyler, you for go what first? Yeah, I'll go first. Okay, so my first one is the second track. No, third track off of I forgot where we were. It's Boom. called I forgot where we were. Oh, dude, the self-titled the, song. Yes. Okay. The title track.
So the first thing I, I hadn't noticed before, like, I, as I listened to it, I feel like if you took the vocals out of it, it would sound like Explosions in the Sky. I don't ever listen to them. Or like, um, This Will Destroy yeah. You. Yeah. Very, like, a focus on, at least instrumentally, like, dynamics. Just probably when everything drops out besides the voice. So, like, if the voices were taken out, it would be, like, silence almost or just, like, a, a lot of background ambient noise. And I think that's, that's something that really appeals to me at this point. Like, a lot of the music I listen to is very dynamic heavy and I, I really like that about this song specifically. I, I don't know about his other songs I think a lot of his other songs do you? Yeah. yeah as you did you notice that this week? yeah definitely his full band songs really bring a lot of depth that like album two and three is that kind of what you're saying? yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that his acoustic songs like sound nice and have their own appeal but I think once he brings in all the instruments, it adds a lot more depth to sure. the emotion in the songs. As it should, right? Yeah, I think it makes sense. Like, I, I mean, I, in one of the interviews, I, I, one of the interviewers asked him about his writing process, and he said that he's like, whenever I have a spare moment on tour, like we said, he tours a lot, or he's, you know, toured a lot, um, he's like, I would always write words. Words, is, it comes first to him, almost always. And we, I mean, we talk about this mo- probably most weeks, because I think this is a, very ground level question with most artists like how what, what order do the songs come to you is it instruments first is it beats first is it words and I think it makes like it, it shows because it's, it's really word heavy like as you're reading the lyrics it's a lot of words and a lot of them don't necessarily fit like lengthwise like you wouldn't you wouldn't it's not like he's counting syllables it seems like he's writing free form poetry sure and then it's very poetic yeah mm-hmm. and then and then just kind of finds a way to make it fit or, or plays in a way that, that allows the words to fix. The words are more important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, solid. Oh, I was just going to say, I think it's interesting. His songs are not the type to, like, sing along to. Sure. 
but I there's mean, no like vocal hooks. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. Exactly. Chorus, vocal yeah. hooks. Um, but like you said, like just the words, they somehow fit anyways. Yeah. Makes yeah. sense to me. You want to listen to his music. I don't. Sure. I feel like, I feel like, uh, one of the words that comes to mind for me is like cinematic. Like you could, you, this yes. could definitely fit as a as a yeah. soundtrack for a movie. Sure. And and I mean I don't know what the other motions for other songs are going to be. And you know I've listened to eight more songs of his. But like to me, like that song has a lot of um, like melancholy, like longing to it. I think a lot. Of, yeah, I think it's that which and maybe, maybe that's the hipster that you're talking about. Yeah. The, the, the hipster side. Yeah. Melancholy. That's nice. Is that like another type of broccoli? Melancholy? No. Melancholy. Yeah. But yeah, I I, uh, I I dig it. I think it has a really nice flow to it, and I think the the drums sound really cool when they come in. Um, like they're not too heavy, but they're just like big. They just sound roomy and and full, and yeah. it fits. Yeah, he's a good guy. Good solid. <laughs> he's a yeah. good dude. He's a good like dude. <laughs> yeah, whatever's going on, we're liking it. Okay, Stacy, you're up. Let's let's go to Stacy's song. Okay. Let's get a lot of music playing this time. Um, yeah. Um, let's do. Let's start with Conrad. Since Ooh. that's kind of my favorite one. Oh, all right. Conrad, this is this is second album as well. Yeah, I think. I, yeah. Is it second or third? I'm pretty sure it's yes. second album. Okay. Same album as the last one. Conrad. Um.
Why'd you pick that one, Stacey? I picked that one. Um, I heard that song quite a while ago, honestly, and I had just had it saved on my Spotify for quite some time. Um, I love the guitar in the... Well, you hear the, that nice guitar melody in the beginning, mm-hmm. and it continues throughout a lot of the song. Yeah. Even though it feels repetitive, it sounds so nice and i love just like how it captures all the subtleties of the guitar sound throughout the song yeah so it's like very pretty again kind of has that melancholy yet hopeful sure like vibe it sounds a little happier to me than the first one yeah and then yeah i just love like the mood it has i love how the drums are mixed they feel like really raw um but the song still feels really full with like those high electric guitar frequencies but then that like nice soft bass that rounds yeah. it all out. 
I like the the hi hat. Like the whole time I was, I was yeah, like, yeah, on the offbeat. Off yeah, it's yeah, sweet. I love that's like, that. That's, I feel like that's such a such a. Uh-huh. I mean, it may, you know, overused me. I don't know, but like it just fit. Like that's just it the fit. right beat for that song. Yeah, I loved it. I think kind of in a way maybe mm-hmm. why it fits is that the delay on the guitar. I think it's like a dotted eighth delay. Just the whole time, you know, you hear the, the guitar bouncing yeah. back and forth, kind of ping ponging, and it, like you take that with the really just like right on the you know one and two and over and over the drums mm-hmm. just really kind of cements it all together it's kind of nice yeah mm-hmm. i like it and again kind of how we're talking about how the words are pretty poetic um with this one it's like you almost don't even know what he's talking about yeah. i looked up a little bit and yeah, what did you find so the tale of conrad apparently there um the, i think it's called a tale Okay. And then the author. Like a tale tale or like a, like a tale? T-A-L-E. Okay. Like a story. Oh, oh, bummer. Yeah. <laughs> and Alex loves tale. And so, um, <laughs> and the author is, I, I should have, the last name of the author is Conrad. So essentially the story is um, um, a captain at sea. Okay. And did you guys look no, up the I, story? I, I don't okay. Know. So it's yeah. a captain at Give sea and um, he sees another boat approaching him. And he's unsure if the person in the boat is a friend or foe. Sure. So he ends up out of fear of this boat being um, an enemy. evil, an yeah, enemy. Sure. He gives them directions to somewhere, but through impassable waters. Whoa. And they end up dying. That is messed up. Yeah. So the captain kind of lives with this regret okay. that he might have sent an innocent man to his death. But he might have saved people. Who knows? Maybe the guy was. Evil. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting, like in the context of the song, it's like maybe, you know, Ben at one point, like turned someone away or ended yeah, a relationship. Um, yeah, a lot to read into, maybe. Yeah, yeah so yeah. kind of interesting. It's, and it's, it's called The Tale by Joseph Conrad, and it was written in 1917. That's when it's published. Okay. Quite an old book. Dude, Joseph Conrad, huh? Yeah. Because then he does say, I loved you with the good and the careless in me. It all goes back. Anyways, yeah. I think the, I think, um, I don't know. I just like that song. It has like a really beautiful feel. Yeah, it really does. That's like soft, but does kind of have that pulse with the drum Sure. So. See, here nice. I thought he was just sticking it to the flat earthers by talking about the curl of the earth. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I, th- I thought he was reading into that. He's like, you know what? Yeah, I'm so dude. sick of this flat earth conspiracy. I'm going to just That's make a statement. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe the curl of the earth is like when you go past the horizon. The horizon. Yeah, makes you know, like me. in the ocean. Yeah. I love Maybe that's what we should ask Ben. Maybe that's exactly what he's like. Yeah. What if he comes out and he's like, actually, you don't I, know, I, I, no, I just like I just I don't hate flat Earth. It's just so yeah, annoying. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I just use Conrad as like a, a scapegoat for my yeah, my gosh. hatred of flat Earth. Let the people dig deep into it. But yeah, pretty solid. Very good I, song. I dig it. Yeah, I was wondering what that what the whole Conrad. I feel was. like he's okay. I, I appreciate I don't know. you bringing that in. We haven't got. We have some songs still yeah, coming. We, but we, like, we definitely got to get through them. But um, I like talking. It's hard to. Both of those last ones were very... I don't know, dude. They were very different. I, that's something I think listening to this guy for is this whole week is his music doesn't get old. Sure. Like, I think we talked about that before on our last podcast. Yeah, Bayside was, was grading over over time. Yes, and then Having even... The nine albums or whatever it was. When we talk about Phoebe Bridgers, too, on how... Um, it sounds the same. But you're gonna, you're gonna... She's gonna... She's, they're very popular artists relative to their genre. Sure. But they're... You, I would typically imagine that their songs sit in a playlist 
Right. And then that's what, you know, the, the people it's have. Other people. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so on this kind of, I could definitely see like the Ben Howard having some like, just as any other band, but having some like really diehard fans. But sure. all of, a lot of his songs, like a lot of his music, um, listen to it all in one go. Sure. Yeah. You know? I, I, I didn't notice any like, yeah. like, well, I mean, like I said, I was driving with my wife. We drove to Heber yesterday and I listened to the whole, the second and third album again. And like by the time the second album was over, I was like, oh my gosh, that was so quick. Like it, right. it passes you by without ever getting like, oh my gosh, I got to skip this song. Yeah. Like I, especially the second album I really enjoyed, but I would like to see what you guys think. Alex, what song are you going to pull up? Um, let's see. I'm quick, gonna, quick impressions on the third album. Yeah, I mean, you want to go quick impressions? Quick I don't impressions. Know, should we dig into it later? Because I kind of want to. I just dig into it later. Album. Do you have any from third album? No, no. no you but you brought up and third you know, album and it brought up some thoughts. Yeah, yeah. Do, but you, do you have a third album? No, so, no, okay. sir. I only have one. I will not okay. have a third. It's my album second song. one. I want to play too. Okay, so. we're gonna go to these waters, and then we're gonna. I feel like the comparison from the first and second, and then we can kind of talk about the third. That's we really should probably fair. We should probably play your third though, and then we can talk about it because I do have a very. Um, I got some. Yeah, I want. Some, I mean, yeah, I want to so talk I'll, about I'll, it too. Uh, that's my next song I'm playing after okay, this one. Sweet. So, so here cool. we go. I saw red and yellow flowers outside over the moors. Brightest sunrise, oh, to touch my eyes. On through it all, I stood and stumbled, waded through my thoughts and heart, through it all. I fool and fumbled, lost to the poet's frown. I fought the wolves of patience, or just a Songs be an instrument to cut your darling. The 
It's a really sad song. Yeah. That's, I mean, I don't know. It sounds happy and it sounds really nice, but a very sad song. Sad lyrics? Very sad song. Yeah, very sad lyrics. What makes them sad to you? Um, well, I mean, I think it's just sad in general. Um, I, I think that's pretty blatant, maybe. Um, the songs are an instrument to cut. Yeah. He's writing to his girl. He's writing to a girl, clearly. Um, but he's writing these songs to cut her down, um, basically. Um, and his space is between happiness and hardness. That's, I mean, yeah, dude, that's sad. It's okay. And it gets, but it's pretty sad. <laughs> I think. See, and I, I read it differently. Hmm. I read those, those lyrics as, okay, so, I mean, I'm just looking at the very last time when he says it, or like repeats it over and over. So he says, oh no, if you're bolder than the darkness. So it sounds to me like, like he knows somebody who is dealing with more or less depression. You know, some, something that, that's got him held down. And it sounds like he's saying, let these songs, if they could be anything, be an instrument to cut through that darkness mm. and, and, you know, find that space between the happiness and the hardness. You're like, more or less, you know, you, the hardness exists, but also happiness exists. Find that place between through these songs. That's how I understood it. Interesting. So, yeah, I don't know. I, Still, mean, I mean, even that aspect is sad. That is, that that is sad. That, that you're sure. trying to find an, uh, if something like between happiness that you're never going to be happy. So find sure. something in between happiness and hardness. Yeah, I don't know. Sounds... Yeah. sounds Sappy, sad, happy, sad, happy, sappy. Yeah, I guess that is that what sappy is. I didn't think so, but now I do. Look at, I'm gonna look up what sappy actually means, but not like uh, tree sap. I don't think. No, but like that's what I'm getting this here. This says excessively sentimental. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Or containing a lot of sap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So do you think I mean, that contains a lot of sap? I would say, I would say the other uh, the con- overly sentimental. That that sounds overly sentimental to me. Okay, we're well, like, I mean, we're dissecting I feel like it it'd be hard for me to be that sentimental in a song. It, I mean, the strings coming in. Yeah, the right? strings is nice. That's sentiment, right? Sure. There. So maybe, maybe we discovered a sappy side we didn't even know about until now. It does contain. It, I would say the strings contain some sap. Yeah, definitely. Those are some sappy strings. Yeah, they took no, some maple syrup and just. I think it is. Them up. I think it's. It, okay, this would be a good um, to talk about his guitar playing style. Yes. So he's obviously laying. I would say obviously. Maybe that's not as obvious to everybody. But he's definitely, he's definitely, he's la- definitely, he lays the guitar down over his lap 
and he's going to be slapping with his yeah. hand and playing a beat with his hand as he's strumming. Well, I was going to say to Stacy, like, was that the guitar? Is that some like bongos too? Because I was like, no, 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 yeah. that's, that's, he, that's, that's what he's doing. Okay, he's he you've seen the, it? Yeah, okay. yeah, he's putting the guitar over the, his lap. Okay. And he's playing it while he's playing. While like, he's playing on uh-huh, the wood. Okay. Uh-huh. And so it's slappy and sappy. Yeah, slappy, Whoa, sappy. slappy, sappy. But then he also, man. okay, and maybe. To, for future reference to look at too I watched an interview on his guitar playing style what he okay. calls it is pick and go a pick and go pick and I go style yeah did you, okay yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so pick and go whatever picking I feel like this is like the essential open mic night guitar player okay. is a pick and go player like that's what you imagine um, I think we'll probably get to more songs and I'll it'll be more be able to be pointed out sure. stuff like that too but his guitar he's a very good guitar player I think mean, that's yeah. you know I was gonna say this this past week, as I was thinking about like this podcast and the level to which we say positive and negative things about artists, I was like, you know, is that is that a, po- a good balance we found? And I was because there, there are like things that I did not like about Ben Howard, and one of them was how often his like low strings like buzz that like for some reason on this song specifically, I was like, oh my gosh, I can hardly handle that like low string which is buzzing. I didn't know it's because he's slapping. I hadn't hadn't seen him play. I didn't oh, watch any live videos. Interesting. And it's because you're slapping. I didn't realize that, but like, that's one thing that I would point out that I did not enjoy about this song specifically. Is the is the, the buzzing the, the buzzing, buzzing of the low note? Interesting, I, like a low D or something like that. Yeah, I did not. I think, from my perspective, I just hear it as a very natural sounding guitar. So yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think, just uh, up to taste. I mean, yeah. I it's mean, like it's like at least you know. At least you know it's real. At least you know. At least you know he's actually that's playing it. That's true. <laughs> yeah, and, and no, uh, yeah, no recorded thing. Yeah, sure. it almost it does almost feel like um, you're watching it live. Sure. Like right then. Like yeah. It doesn't have an overproduced quality. Yeah, and I I did think on this one one thing I really liked was the reverb on his voice mm-hmm. sounded yeah. very like warm and like in the room with you. And his vo- his he's got a very natural like very he's very English right yeah this um, sounded very British to me as yes, well yes and and his talking voice I think is very kind of similar it's sure, very yeah. easy to understand when you hear him talking yeah, that true. you could you could definitely match his singing voice with his talking mm-hmm. voice which was not the case in some other the people we've talked yeah, about we so have far so mentioned that in the past yeah Ben Howard pretty so cool guy. before we hit the song on the third album do we want to talk about it or do you want to do it no after? let's do it let's do the third album song and then let's, okay, let's throw down okay because okay. <laughs> i i am very curious i didn't even pick up on any like it feels oh like, feels like there's a lot of so tension in the room it sounds like alex and i definitely have opinions <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I'm, I'm excited, I'm excited. <laughs> okay so this song is called there's your man there's your man huh yeah from the third album. i'll show you i'll show you man <laughs> there's your man okay give me a second <clears throat>
lay it on me then. What's the uh, what's the controversy? What's the controversy? Um, yeah, well, Stacey, do you talk open about up. The song first? I mean, we can talk about the song while we talk about the controversy. I feel like I, I, I'm I'm like itching to hear this. Okay, so I'll go first. I feel like the third album missed the mark. Okay. Um, I don't know. It just like didn't have the same feel. It just like wasn't as catchy. Not as like. It just felt like a little more distant, where the other songs, like, you know, you feel just, like, immersed in the song, and you're like, this is nice. Okay. I feel like, and you can tell in this song, they definitely got experimental with more sounds. Okay. Compared to the first, well, the first album, which is, like, nearly all acoustic. The second album has a little bit more, and... Electronic. Or not electronic, but, like, electric. Uh Uh-huh. And throughout the first couple albums, like, there were some drums, like, some band stuff. But I feel like a lot of the third album just okay. like sounds specifically I wasn't a okay. big fan of. And I just, I don't know, I just like, it didn't like vibe sure. with me. I don't know, that's kind of Yeah. Me. Do you think, I mean like, we talk about this probably every week. I think I think it's a, it's a fair question for almost every artist. Like, do you think he just got like somewhat bored with, like the past formula and like the past sounds like let's see how far we can stretch this before we don't sound like Ben Howard anymore or like what is that the vibe you get like in that and he kind of missed the mark in that way trust himself too too thin I okay so I think this is a natural thing that all musicians do okay I think in every pretty much everybody depends on how much you like they play with before each other if they're like a band forever and then they get a studio record label and then they produce some albums or stuff like that and you know imagine like 10 years but most of the time you know, you get these some bands that are pretty popular, and then with two or three, four years, they get a studio out, like they get a studio deal, record deal, and they play the songs they've been playing for the four years, whatever they have. They have studio record number one, studio record number two, and they really establish themselves um, and grow a uh, a following of a crowd of like of an expectation of sure. who you're seeing and what you're hearing and what you're listening to, and then album number three and album four. Mostly, I would say typically album three is okay. always the one that's different. Sure. There's okay. a, a we'll music. We'll I think that in musicians in like general, it. I think, always end up having this third album where they kind of go off a little on the range sure. a little bit, and it's a little different, a little weird. And then sometimes it's the fourth one, whatever. Um, that's so. And this okay, so that's where my so Ben Howard. I feel like the first two albums he established himself as like this this uh, the sound of Ben Howard. We even talked about this with with uh, Bayside and how respectable yeah. it is to say is this a Bayside song? You know right. they're even thinking about that twenty years down the line. How do we make this still a Bayside song? Right. Okay, so these songs that I'm hearing from Ben Howard, it's just almost like it's not. This is a different okay. musician. This sure. is a yeah. different sounds dude. Like, yeah, it sounds like Paper Kites, Jose Gonzalez. Okay, doesn't and sound like Ben Howard. For what it's worth. Um, Maybe a topic of discussion. I tried to look this guy up. Um, there are significantly more songwriters, okay. and it sounds like it is the boys from A Blaze of Feather of his associated acts. Okay, that are contributing contributing to this. Yeah, are this being album. credited. Does he play in that band? Yes. Right? Okay. So, and I want, but like in the same case. So here's uh, my opinion: is either he started doing a bunch of psychedelics. Sure. Um, or he just very, or he just got a massive pedal board, and started really going nuts. Sure. Um, and just going, yeah, and just seeing what he could, you know, right. what he liked. Um, you tell me, I mean, honestly, if you could listen back to what he was like in the, the lyrics of this song, no clue what he's saying. Sure, I, I definitely noticed that as well that it, the the production on the voice is much muddier 
mm. much more like just yeah it's very, very unintelligible comparatively not There's as a, quite front and center yeah like sure albums. everything's very wet like sure. everything yeah, in the mix is extremely wet sure um yeah and i, th- I think well so in one of the interviews i watched with him um the guy asked him who his like childhood influences were like who he listened to as a kid and the guy was like the interviewer was like uh did you listen to a lot of bob dylan because i hear a lot of bob dylan and he's like that's interesting I, i've never i've never been a big bob dylan guy i would never say that he's one of my artists i listen to he's like as a kid i listened to a lot of uh sting and the police and i think this album mm-hmm. like that song specifically sounds yeah. like the police to me interesting seeing this is like and I kinda, all of I really my like favorite police song. songs are nothing like this. okay but yeah it's <laughs> just a different side of it like it, to me it sounds like the police mixed with the experimental later albums of the beatles but modern like with modern mm-hmm. production that's like kind of how i would describe that song and maybe this album too i'll have to listen to this album later again see, see if i pick up what you guys are talking about because i don't remember getting that vibe at all i, I remember like listening to the second album and third album and it was like I didn't notice a difference. Interesting. Mm. Yeah, See, definitely. Me, difference. Definitely made First and second yeah, is I was the biggest like, difference for me. I, I, yeah, nothing. I wouldn't yeah, say nothing, but listen. definitely the third album, I was like, I'm done. Not your, that's not your thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. interesting. Because it was, yeah. Well, like I said before, I'm trying to listen to Ben Howard. And so, and like, honestly, that might be part of the reason why he's doing what he's doing is he's like wanted it. You know, like I said, it's it's that aspect of him growing. Okay, but then we talked about this before too, with why Bayside is still doing it today and how you can do it twenty years later is because sure. you find your niche and your sound and your identity yeah. as a musician, right. right? And we talked about with Phoebe Bridgers how she probably sure. hasn't got to this third album point yet. Okay, yeah. And I was saying we'll that if yes, yeah, see what happens because if she goes down the same road, because mark my words, if Ben Howard comes out with a fourth album and it's and more it's, experimental and it's more experimental on this end he's gonna die it's gonna sure. it'll be Maybe. it that'll be it that'll be everything um just like the band that comes to my mind is lord huron okay okay yes. they, oh my gosh okay, that we is, that's, about this. i forgot about we did talk that. about this okay so that's the same this is like the it's the death of musicians where i don't know if they get too too produced or if they sure. go too in depth with like in whatever they're like okay i think um, he's currently signed to Island Records. Okay. Um, but whoever, I mean, and that's going to be a universal music um, subgroup. Yes. Okay. So big sure. money there. Money, yeah. Right. And so you wonder, and like I said before, there's a lot more people um, have their hands in what he's doing now. Sure. When the first two albums was just him, there's he's going to be credited just him all by himself. So you wonder, right? Um, mm. If he comes back, if he's going to be able to come back, because I, I, there's no way this hit as hard as it is the the other the other two. Like I don't, I haven't looked sure. it up, but there's no way yeah. in hell that this Either third album was as popular as his second and first. Interesting. Yeah. So in my, like, there's no way. Just, just like that's your prediction. Yeah. I mean, you, I could, you, I could you, probably you look it up, but I would, I would put money on it. Sure. Guarantee, I would put money on it that his third album was not taken as well okay. um, by his fans. Like I said before, because yeah. it's like the, be different, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. I, mean, that's I think all of his top songs are really just in the first two yeah, albums. See, that's, that's what's interesting to me is is like often when I when I do a band every week, I'll have to um, per, like purposely not pick those top songs. But for me, like mm-hmm. I said, the between the first album and the second and third was the biggest difference. The first album stands out to me as not my mm, cup of tea. Right, and if you look it's at less, it, less less. Uh, yeah like ambient orchestrated and I literally like that layered sound mm-hmm. I really appreciate listening to layered music where I have to like listen a few times and be like oh yeah I didn't notice this string right. part or this synth part or mm-hmm. this guitar effect that he used I like being and don't get me wrong though I think it's it's still really cool stuff sure, that he's yeah. doing 
but like I said before, it's just not it's not what the you know, the new Ben Howard album's coming out and yeah. it's like what is this? The top the top four songs on his Spotify are all from the first right. album. That's what surprised me. And so it does kind of like you guys were saying, he created this Ben Howard image of acoustic guitar, these kind of like this very like raw sound. The British hipster Ben Jack Johnson. Yeah, <laughs> that just really <laughs> just like captured his audience, and they held on to sure. that, and they didn't move along with his musical okay. journey. Massive and a massive audience, I think, is 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 very. Yeah, like two hundred million streams. Uh, yeah, really? on his almost three hundred million. Wow. Yeah, that's insanity. Yeah, yeah, and then it, like even monthly listeners still right now is still uh four and a half million. So wow. like yeah, that's impressive. I mean, leaps and bounds anybody that. Uh, we've done so far. I, think. I would have to look. What was our third band? Um, we did all the witches, Phoebe Bridgers, and Alabama, Shakes. Alabama Shakes. Yeah, there's, and I there's think no way. Yeah, yeah, there's no way. Um, yeah, so definitely this is probably the most popular dude we've done. Yeah. Um, okay. So far, but like I said, it's worth whatever. But he's a solo artist. We're kind of got on that singer songwriter aspect of it. Yeah. Um, it makes you wonder. I think that's more or less my kind of point I'm trying to make. Is that this third album is very strange, and unless he started doing a bunch of psychedelics, and kind of got into a weird my, like headspace, and started going into the studio with a lot of experimental kind of ideas and sounds sure. in his in his head, um, but like I don't know. At the same time though, like it's it's um, worth the credit to say that whatever these I don't know, Ivor Novell Awards, um, he's been nominated three times. 2013 for Every Kingdom, 2015 for I Forget Where We Were, for Best Song Musical and Lyrically, and then the Nika Libres at Dusk, that's going to be from the third wow. album, was voted Best Song Musically and Lyrically, and it won. The Interesting. That's the only thing he's that's won boring. besides the Brit Awards okay, from yeah, yeah. 2013. So, so, I mean, it's worth saying. Maybe, that maybe it's critical acclaim, but fan. Yes. Flop. But who, who, who? <laughs> flan, fan flop. And that, no, so flan, like, I like flan flop. Flan flop. Yeah. yeah. But in, in my opinion, I don't care yeah. if you're critics, whatever that, because it'll come back to be like, you know, we love what you're doing and you're going to be all pumped and then they're going to be all disappointed because sure. nobody's going to be listening mm-hmm. to it. Yeah. Okay. Should we move on to Stacy's second? Yeah. Stacy, what Ooh, is your second song? Let's do The Fear. The Fear. From, from the, the first, first album. Yeah, first song from the first album. Fear. I, the Fear. Yeah. Here
Yeah, very nice. Yeah, that's a cool song. I think it has um, all of all the textures and layers. I love how it has that strong energy that's like mm-hmm. gentle at the same time. And then, of course, the lyrics are great. Um, talking about living out of fear. Worrying um, about living in fear. It's worrying, even like a double, worrying double about fear. Yeah, fear. yeah double fear. <laughs> and so I think it's, I think everyone. Um, has a little bit of fear so as you listen to it and you feel very you know like you're connecting with these words like yes like this is true um yeah i just love the sound of it it's a has a great yeah. production i i, I uh, my takeaway from it was that it would i feel like it'd be a great live energy like especially the part mm. where he's like yeah. um i will become what i deserve yeah. i like just repeating that same line over and over it reminded me of that that video with uh Jack Black and Dave Grohl talking about how you write a hit. Yeah, <laughs> you, you, you sing the title over and over and over. Nice. Um, well, and you know, that's not the title of the song. Think about but like, if you think about a song like a bumper sticker. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's what he says. Think about like, 
That's a bonus. Plus, yeah, repeating. I will become what I deserve. Yeah, that's a repeating that over oh, and over and over. Yeah. And like after the first, after the second time, the crowd's like, "Oh yeah, I will become what I deserve." Yeah, you know? it's and a great result. Build, build, build. To the yeah. end of the song mm-hmm. for sure. And yeah, and I, I definitely took away the, the the structure of the song. Like at the beginning, like my gripe with this whole album, like I said before, is that it's not enough. Like as as a musician, at least, it's not something that I can listen to over and over because I feel like I take in most of it the first time. Hmm. Um, Interesting. And just because there's not as much sound, mm. um, but as I listen to this time with, I think I think listening to this good speaker is is nice as well. This the speaker sounds nice in here. Um, the beginning part was boring to me, but it made sense afterwards as a build up to that really sweet ending. When like when it's just uh, like I think it's like the first half mm-hmm. of the line on the last chorus, which is I've been worrying, I've been worrying, and then it all like crashes right yeah, there, and it like fun. all makes sense at that point like oh yeah that's why he had to make mm-hmm. it kind of simple to make this ending sound so much more epic so dynamic yeah okay also does the beginning not remind you guys of send me on my way oh, by rusted, rusted root, root. That's or funny. busted root that's rusted, rusted root, root. Yeah, okay rusted, yeah. that's funny send me on my way oh yeah that song reminds me of matilda yes i know oh my gosh it's so nostalgic yes when she's like making brownies in the kitchen right like I think of that every <laughs> like every time I hear the beginning, yeah. it's just a little bit of that's nostalgia. Maybe may, that's may, why may, I like played it. On that. Maybe maybe somebody told him, Hey, <laughs> you should play a song like Rusted Root because your your audience will love it. This is actually a they Rusted Root cover. Um just kidding. But maybe that's what I started. We'll ask him that question. when if and when he comes on, we'll say, Tell us honestly. Was that song a Rusted Root cover when you started writing <laughs> it? It's kind of like how, um, side tangent, that new, sh- uh, the song on the new Strokes album. Which um, one? Oh my gosh. I am so embarrassed. I don't know. But it's one of the songs sounds like just like another song and I'm blanking everything, That's but right. I'll get back to you. Well, I was going to say, well, there's a Wolf Mother song. I probably remember Joker and the Thief. Oh yeah. The intro is like, is like tapping or like a mm-hmm. hammer on thing and I've seen an interview with the guy with the, uh, Andrew Stockdale's his name. He's like, yeah, I was walking from my apartment to the record uh, studio to go and record another song, and I was trying to teach myself Thunderstruck by ACDC. Oh and he's like, I couldn't my. figure out how to play it, so I just wrote this other song, and it became Joker and the Thief. That's just that tapping intro. That's funny. And yeah, so kind of similar, but it may. I don't know. Yeah, we'll ask, ask him. This is this is okay. From I think from a lot of the first album, um, you're gonna get Ben Howard in his original yeah his first oh, evolution it sounds much more raw yeah for sure you um, can tell it could be the, a lot of the singer songwriter yeah, kind of style totally. of, of playing uh, or style of of songwriting too yeah. which you know maybe that's i don't know but i think that's where he made made himself be known to the world and sure. how great he was makes sense to me is you know you put a band behind this guy a little bit and it sounds way good but um i think this is a great uh, like i said before a very well written song and and so um in going along with that, sure, like the I've been worrying would be the chorus part, you know, you know, yeah. I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but the song definitely has a very natural flow that's not, that's very smooth, yeah. this transition, but it's oh, not yeah. as, as, as repetitive, repetitive as it is. It doesn't sound, it doesn't like bore you in a, in a sense. Um, yeah, does that make sense? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I, they, uh, I think it's a very well written song. Um, sure. as poppy as you could say it is you know what I'm saying yeah. or as, as it actually is but I think it sounds very well done I think he did it really well mm-hmm. yeah you know what I'm saying okay he hooked, he hooked the steak well done is what you're trying to say yeah yeah he killed it whatever, no he, whatever he was doing right there and you can 
have your own opinion, but yeah, I think he did great. You want me to give you the last one? or No, it's me, dude. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Yo, I'm, I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. We don't skip Alex. <laughs> don't skip me. Don't put Alex in the corner. Yeah, the fear. Dad, don't put me in the corner. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm tr- I look up more people and stuff like that. I think going back to the, I think definitely. Okay, so here is my thought okay. on what's going down with Ben Howard. Because those dudes with the whole. Um, Blaze of Feathers or whatever. Yes, let's talk about. Was it Blaze of Feathers? <laughs> that what it called? I, I thought it was, yeah. Yes, a Blaze of Feather. Just a feather, just a one feather. feather. There's just one feather, um, and his third album. Apparently, they were touring a bunch together. Like they were a separate band that he was touring with, or like they were just like together, I guess, or and doing Ben Howard stuff, or I don't know if they were doing Ben Howard they stuff. Were a ben Howard cover band, and he found them. But it <laughs> sounds. Like, Actually, join my band. <laughs> what about here's here's just a thought though. So they do all this stuff, and then Ben Howard gets along with the boys. And they want to go into the studio and do something as Ben and Ben Howard's leading it. Sure. So it goes under his name, and it's this third album that's crazy. And then they, they realize it's a little strange, and sure. so they change it. Yeah, they had so fun now, doing it, but not. Well, not no, no, what no, they no, to do. no, 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 not what I'm saying is is they did it, and then Ben Howard recognizes that this is like not quite all him, and this should be something different, and so it become became a blaze that a blaze of feather because it sounds like that's what's kind of going on right now. 2018 is the last time. Right of noonday dream, but uh, it, it sounds like a blaze of feathers been doing like it's very new. Oh really? Um, like, like they have albums since then. Is that what you're telling me? Um, well, no, I don't. Th- I, they've got like songs, but I don't think they have anything. Um, well, it looks like they've been doing stuff since 2017, but yeah, 2020 they have stuff that's coming out. You know, this last this year. Thing, okay. Um, because hmm. it's not. Yeah. So mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah, it's no longer 2020. Yeah, which yeah. Is weird. Yeah. It is weird. Um, okay, so should we just jump straight to it? Let's to your do song. It. Yeah. Song I remember the Alex. Stroke song. Okay. What was it? It has the riff that sounds like Dancing with Myself. Dun, 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 dun. You know what song? I don't know that Dancing song. with Myself. Yeah. You know that song? Yeah, I, I know that song. Their, I song. their song called Bad Decisions on their newest album okay. has a line like that is... That's Dancing with Itself? Almost identical. Okay, that's funny. Yeah. Interesting. Um, everyone should, should, should ask everyone it? should listen to it okay. I heard I some backstories right that now. are not I don't know if they're true or not so a blaze of feather though yeah okay yeah back to Ben Howard yeah the Ben man okay what's this one promise, promise. it's got rain First in album? it yeah it's got rain in it that's nice rain is nice <laughs> that sounds like a crackling fire to me really it's rain. It's wet.
I think that one. That, that one's a. Uh, I take my words back. That first album. <laughs> no, I like it. I uh, I I think on a slower uh, tempo like that, it works better for me. The acoustic. Uh, composition. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. This sounds, is. It sounds nice. Oh yeah. This is okay. If I was Ben Howard, this is what you do. Well, okay. So this is I think as raw as Ben Howard would get, right? This is what was gonna make him famous. This is gonna be like when the open mic Ben Howard. You know, what I'm saying that that the whole start to gain traction of like, whoa, this guy's got some whatever's going sure. on. He's got you know. This is gonna be a very good example of, um, as well as the last one, the fear. What well, probably yeah. a better example of the pick and go style that he plays, yeah. um, of his percussive strumming style yeah. mm-hmm. um unique as it is very uh not as unique maybe yeah i don't know um maybe. in in today's yeah there's, hipster. A whole, there's a whole genre yeah, dude, that's about can, that oh the open mic night was it wednesday at the velour <laughs> yeah um i think so <laughs> yeah, tuesday or wednesday tuesday or wednesday at the velour you get you get you get you get you know a dozen kids playing the same kind of stuff now yeah. Um, but well, this is 2011, right? Yes. So back then, probably you'll. This is Andy McKee mm-hmm. and Ben Howard. That's all that was doing it back then, though. I don't and know. very, I no um, not this song, but um, he uses some very extensive and strange alternate tunings. Does he? Um, mm-hmm. Like Old Pine and everything is in C G C G G C. Interesting. Oh. Yeah. Just just fits. Yes, that's fun. and then in dreams that's is just a big old power chord. That's fun. <laughs> and then in dreams is D A or D sharp, A sharp, D sharp, G sharp, A sharp, D sharp. Ew. Yeah, so you get a little, get a little strange. And then what would that be? Just D D A and G sharp. That's all it was, right? I mean, D sharp, A sharp, and G sharp. And G sharp. G G B B F. It's it's just dad gad, but it's sharp. It's just it's dad gad, but sharp. Um. And then it's like a G at nine. Yeah, open, I mean G, open G sharp at nine. Well, dad, yeah, dad, dad. It's 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 a, yeah. it's, a it's a good tuning. Uh, use a lot of capo. Yeah, okay. um, the man's a capo. Could have called that capo wizard. Yeah, capo wizard. Sure. Can I we call it. everybody who uses a capo now from any yeah. other song, any other band we talk about in the future? We're gonna call them capo wizards. But I think just as in the world of wizards, there could be black and white, but like uh, dark and light wizards. Whether that we approve of the capo usage. Or if it's just a just a crutch. Yeah. Weird. Uh, okay. He, he's, he's he's a wizard. White he'd a, he'd wizard. be a white wizard. Yeah. Gandalf, a Gandalf ben, wizard. Ben, ben Ben the White. Ben Howard the White. Before he was gray. Yeah. And now he's now he's alive and white. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But you know what I'm saying. So Ben Howard. I think this is a great um, example of a good Ben Howard song. Yeah. Definitely. Like the vocals are just so beautiful. Yeah. The harmonies oh, are dude, just yeah. so yeah, nice. Oh, dude. Yeah. him or do you think that's good, like. It makes you wonder because I bet he could. Like, I, I want to say I'd like. I like to think it's him. Yeah, I, th- I think it sounds enough like him. Um, there's asking. Yeah. And then, kind of like you said, it's that just very typical Ben Howard repetition throughout the song. Yeah. That somehow doesn't get old. It's like, got a beautiful rise and fall. The song's yeah, got rise a very and good. Fall. He just the he, midsection changes with the mm-hmm. rhythm patterns and. Yeah, he catches you with the first time, and then each time you hear that repetition. It just becomes more familiar um, as you journey with it throughout the song. And I want to say this is the first song I've ever I ever heard okay. from him, and was like, "Ooh, well, this is That's whatever cool. this is." Nice. It, it reminded me of Iron and Wine. Oh Iron yes, Wine. I can see that. Uh, there's for a song sure. Each coming night. 
and then another guy named William Fitzsimmons, who I think does that same percussive guitar uh, style with and, and a, lot of, a lot of slow um, stuff. He he did this song with a girl named Rosie Golan. It's one of my favorites. Very beautiful song. Interesting. But, yeah. Yeah, good song though. Love it. Slapped it right in its face. I was going to say it in the booty, but... Right in the booty. <laughs> like Wherever you want to slap me, it. Uh, he slapped it. Okay, what's your song, Tyler? Give us your last one. The last one... Let me pull it up real fast. It's from the second album. Oh, okay. And it's the fourth one, I believe, on the album. Word. What's that one called? In Dreams. That's it, yep. That's the In one? In Dreams.
Wachowski. Agreed. Yeah. A little darker. See, yeah. I would say the second album's much darker. Mm-hmm. Much. Yeah. A darker side of Ben Howard than his first one. Maybe he was doing a little more surfing during the first album, and he, you know, had the sunlight, and then when he decided to go on tour. There's definitely a person. I saw an interview where he talks about um, where he's singing the songs, or he tries to put it himself where he wrote the song, or not maybe not wrote the song, but where he invi- visualizes it, and okay. he tries to think about the people that he wrote the song about, too. Okay. So I think the second album definitely has a lot. There's some some chick. He got to know some some yeah some people there's about it down. There's definitely a girl involved for the because there's a lot yeah yeah yeah. Mm. Sounds like a Wait, wench. <laughs> you should go find her who she is. Yeah. She he lives a lonely life with her. I thought that was really cool too. The last. Yeah, I, I, I hope you mentioned yeah. that. There's only three, um, three lines in the last like minute, of the three minute song. And the first two first two minutes has one, two, three, yeah, oh, four, yeah. five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty one, twenty two. So twenty two lines yeah. in the first two minutes and three lines in the last minute. Hmm. Which is you know, like the flow at the end too. This yeah. is not a this is not a circle song. Like we've talked about kind of songs where they begin and end at the same place. Yes. Um, this one starts and ends. It this is a journey song. Yeah. It's not know. it's not there and back again. It's just yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, it's just there. <laughs> one way. You just go to Mordor and then <laughs> and then you got there, yeah. Yeah, yeah. J.R. Tolkien would not like this. <laughs> I'm just kidding, he liked this. He, he probably, probably liked this. Yeah, he probably liked it a lot. He's British. <laughs> but yeah, dude, that's a good one. This is I feel like okay, I had a trouble. I even texted you and I think I said this to you. Um I bounced around a lot of songs. Did you? I, not a lot but there was a lot of them where I was and there's only the first two albums I was not picking one from the third it's very um, but definitely was I, there's a lot of ones I was like I like this one I like this one I like this one which one should I show very I want to know Stacy's songs yeah but you know honestly none of you picked either any of the mm-hmm. songs I was going to pick but. yeah Stacy and I had an overlap originally yes Conrad. yes yep. which I think is fitting that's probably my favorite one yeah. interesting see not my favorite I wouldn't even not even think oh, about yeah. that well, you're wrong. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Stace, you got another song for us? Um, yeah. W- one comment about the last Oh, yeah, sorry. Let's, let's, let's hear about no, it. No, you're good. And I think the first, when I just started listening to the first album and then the theme carried through the second album, it definitely gives off like um, like Lost Soul, Free Spirit Traveler vibes. Oh, okay. Which album? The first and the second one. Okay. Free like, Traveler vibes. Like kind of just yeah, like... Yeah, I can see that. A Vagabond? Well, did, like you, did you Vagabond. watch that movie I said to watch? Have you seen Austin, Austin, Austin to Boston? Boston? I looked for it. It wasn't uh, on no. Netflix. It wasn't on Netflix no. anymore. I feel like it was on Netflix oh. for a long time. It's him. Here, I'm going to look it up real ben quick. Ben Howard? Yes, it's Ben Howard. Oh. Um, a band called Bear's Den. Oh, yeah, that sounds Never familiar. Never heard of Um, and then a bunch of sirens <laughs> called the Staves. Ben Lovett's in it, and Gil Landry. Um, is that the cast? Is that the full cast? Yes, yes. I want to say oh, Nathaniel Radcliffe. He was there too. Mm. Um, so some big names except for the Staves and Bears. And I don't know who those guys are, but Ben Lovett and Nathaniel Radcliffe. Like Ben Lovett was in the. Yeah, um, ben, Lovett is. ben Lovett was in. Um, oh my gosh. What's the what's the what's the what's the folk the absolute folk British band? What am I trying? Oh, Mumford and Sons. Yes, Mumford and Sons. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, Ben. Yeah, Ben Lovett's in in Mumford and Sons. Um, But yeah, the Staves are these. But anyway, so Ben Howard's in that movie too. And when did it come out? 2014. So that would have been right when 
yeah i forget where we were it might have been i don't know like what the overlap was um and i forget if there's any songs from oh like from that songs. in okay. the in the movie but the movie's totally it's them in a bunch of volkswagen buses really um going from austin to boston in this weird that's funny. strange yeah, like tour brothers yeah nice um but for folk yeah there's like three there's like three the folk brothers Volkswagen buses that they go through. I like so. it. But yeah, it do, I don't know. To me, it's just like this like kind of traveler. Sure. Like desert traveler vibes. And then, and then the, and they end up at a at a um, rave, and that's the third album. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's on, honestly. It's dude. like some like weird <laughs> town rave, too. It's yeah. not like... You go to Coachella. They yeah, end up they in Coachella. Coachella. They go to Burning Man. <laughs> like, more obscure. Okay, I'm hating on the third no, album. I mean, no, I can fair. hate we, on it. Yeah, I mean, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we can say what we'd like. It's... We can hate I on it. I just like did want. not vibe. Like it just did not vibe. Stacy's upset. Yeah, I guess she's she, very rarely have I seen Stacy upset, but right now it's one of those times. But no, for real, um, that's a cool. But I, that okay when you're talking about like the kind of traveler, yeah. um, I thought that's where he sits very well yeah, too. Very well. Um, mm-hmm. You put him on a road trip playlist if you if you could. Yes. Oh yeah. And yeah. yeah, definitely. Like imagine yourself like like kind of like dancing in the desert. But not like Word. dancing, but like, like not floating. naked, but naked like, in the desert, like floating, See, like man. just naked in the desert, just like <laughs> like just like slow movements with your arms. And you took a whole bunch of ayahuasca. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then the third album, boom. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it makes sense. Kind of took a turn. Okay, so my last song is "Only Love." Only love from the first album, which maybe is basic because it is his top listened song. But is I it? think there's some good reasons why. Yeah, and we will give you time. Oh, Give wait, those. Wrong. Only love? Only yeah. love. Yeah.
song it's honestly okay so give it to we kind of talked about how a lot of his songs you can't sing along to but like as soon as it came on we were like singing along to only love only love like and i thought you were about to start dancing i just just wanted to drink like (laughs) like this has a very like this has one of the more catchier like vocal vocal hooks dumb but yeah like it's so catchy like that's like what like like honestly not a lot of his songs would get stuck in your head because you can't remember it yeah it's a lot of words like it, but like not even just the words, but like just the tune. Like, but sure. I feel like this is such a cool melody with yeah. both the notes and the melody and the rhythm. Sure. Um, I love how the drums come in really strong at the oh, beginning, yeah. which is I, it just like is brings this nice energy. I love how the drums are mixed on most of his songs, but especially this one. Mm-hmm. Um, another part I love is that drum, soft drums, and bass guitar breakdown in the middle of the song. I don't know if you guys I remember that part. In later. It's it's very nice. Okay. Um, very it's, nice. It's right before the so final buildup. Yeah, okay. right before the final buildup, he sings like those lyrics again with the slight variation okay. in the melody. Um, really fun part of the song. I'll watch for that later. And then last thing, I just love the lyrics. It's like such a true love song. Darling, you're with me, always around me. Only love, only love. I love the part, watch me fall apart, watch me fall apart. Only love, only love, right? It's like you fall, like you trust someone so much. They're always around you. They're always with you. Not physically, but like loyally, sure. you know? Okay. And um, you think it's the same girl? In the future, we have a project where whenever Ben Howard is finally on our show, we're going to pitch this project to him, and Be I'm like, going to make what? you if you don't like it. Okay, mm-hmm. um, We're going to pitch a project of making a movie using 
the storyline of his albums as the, the script. Ooh. So he's gonna start off with this girl who only love. You know, it's like it's a and it's like a uh, road she, trip, like Stacy was saying. And she they, they're driving through the desert. They and and there's gotta be a part where they. I feel like there's gotta be a lot of driving through the desert in yes. the movie. Then well, the first part of it is gonna be a ton of that. But there's gonna be a part where they hallucinate and they see whale songs in the deep. I love that line. <laughs> they're, they're gonna see whales in this song. The, yeah. Wind in the shadows, whale oh. song in the deep. They're gonna whale be like, in they're the gonna listen and be like, oh my gosh, those whales are crazy. But and then, like we said, the second album's a lot more like dark, and the, the chick's Sad. gonna leave him. He's gonna lose her Ooh. somehow. Maybe from he... doing too much ayahuasca. And no, no, then, no, he hasn't done ayahuasca yet. Okay, so there's he's no gonna, way he's done maybe ayahuasca. Maybe lose her some other way. And then, and then later they'll get back together and do ayahuasca and make the third album. That'll Ooh. be the that'll be the whole script. But with I his like buddies, it. apparently he did the third yes, album with and, all his and buddies. And will be part of it. Yes, I like it. Interesting. But um, I, other interesting thing we said about the drums is because I was tripped up. Um, I imagine like in my head I heard the drums coming in at like compared to what they are double time because it's like that I heard cats like I heard a little boots and cats yes boots and cats um yeah just just like I mean this the bass drum to snare drum twice as twice as often that's what I heard but it it didn't and I was like oh interesting but it's interesting you said you like when that comes in early and it's a I don't know it's different word yeah but and then yeah just I don't know overall I just love it like watch me fall apart but there's still only love mm-hmm. I don't know I think it's simple but also um deep yeah um yeah, I love it. I've read somewhere that Ben Howard gets he I feel like he's got enough songs now he doesn't play some of like the biggest hits sure and, people, and, get, and people gets upset i don't know if it is um but that's i've read somewhere okay. like that's what he you know uh, why i don't play the why not play my i don't know the song the hits, uh-huh. yeah. yeah and i i could almost i don't know maybe burning through since 2011 man that's yeah. 20 years bro 10 years, ten years, ten, ten, years. Just that's 10 years from um if you still playing that would be right well and, and i mean I don't we, know. We, we bring this up often with bands that have been here for a long time like the one that i think of is like when do you if you're metallica when do you stop playing Inner Sandman? Like, <laughs> at what point are Never. you like, at like, we play this, you know, I mean, let's see, let's say you play 200 shows a year, you've been going for 30 years. That's a lot. 200 times 30, oh, 200 times no. 3 is 600. You played that song 6,000 oh, times. So many times. Like, just live, too. Just, and that's just live, yeah. And, and like, you know, and they have probably 10 songs that are like that, you know what I mean? You can't not play. Uh, Master Puppet, same kind of thing. It's like if, if there's ten songs that if you don't play it, some fan is gonna be like, "That's bullshit." I yeah. came to hear, <laughs> I came right. to hear one, dude. And it's like you know, it's same thing for him. I mean, it's only ten years, but like, you know, there's probably some some person or, or people that come to hear only love, but like, do you still want to play it? I don't know. Yeah. I vividly remember in that movie. I told you guys, I didn't tell you guys to watch it. It's kind of you know whatever, but um, you salty? That's in there. No, this song's that's in that. Okay. In that. And and. Mm him playing it you know okay um yeah and i and i would say he was probably the most popular artist going okay. in that you know but obviously besides the other guys uh, mumford and sons wasn't mm-hmm. playing but you know yeah. and and i think he's like the keyboardist in mumford and sons oh, really? i don't know what he is anyway as long as he's not the banjo player then yeah he's I'll not the banjo props, maybe so. he's the banjo player um but anyway uh ben howard probably was i would say the most popular people were coming the farthest from him you know to come okay. see him and stuff like that mm. um but yeah, only love to be yeah to be his most popular song, and sure it's got good reason to. But I feel like this is probably his selling point to yeah. all his beautiful beach loving girls. Yeah, you know sure. what I'm saying? It's, you know, that yeah. classic love song. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the girls, the girls. This is definitely one that 
um yeah might have got him laid i don't know <laughs> um but it's kind of like that hip, it's kind of like the hippie movement like only love like no war Sure. Only love. You yeah, know? I imagine they're yeah. It almost it almost like calls to that. I mean, they're driving Volkswagen buses, buses. for goodness sake. Yeah, sure. definitely. Maybe they call themselves old souls. I'd like to meet these guys. Old yeah, souls. sure. Old souls. Okay, one story I thought of, and I believe it, it was Miles Davis. Oh, if, we all if, is, I'm not, is, is. if I'm not mistaken, <laughs> but um, love him. But I heard a story that I I really I need a fact check. I'm no, telling just stories. give it to we, us. Yeah, we we not, later, Somebody later else I'll can fact, fact check it. I'll, Somebody we'll else. fact check later. Yeah. But so Miles Davis, let's say it's Miles Davis. It. He had this performance where he played like some really amazing songs, and some people after the show they're like, "That was incredible! Like, why don't you play those songs more often?" And he basically said they're too special to me. Whoa! So Whoa. he like they were so special he didn't want to play them too many times. Yeah, you know. So it's like sure. I don't know. I just thought of that. I mean, it might be playing songs that over might, and over again. I would uh, maybe Ben Howard thinks like that because like I said before. Okay, thinking of Promise too. Um, earlier when we played, and even I don't know what is that the only two we played from this album? I think so. No. Uh, uh, well, I played These Waters, but um, those three then. No, and the Fear. We, we played, played the Fear line, too. Yeah. Um, Definitely, probably songs like I said, more natural, essential Ben Howard. Yeah, well, I and I think that makes sense if you think about as a singer songwriter, especially, you probably have ten years plus to write your first album. You know what I mean? All the all the riffs and songs and chord progressions you write as a teenager or as a child, maybe playing your instrument and learning your instrument. Yeah, those contribute to your first album in some way. Mm-hmm. Whereas the second album, you got however many years it takes, but like you're more or less on a deadline. Whereas in the first one, you're just writing songs when you got time to write songs. And sure. so it's more inherent to who you are, I guess. I don't mm, know. I like that perspective for sure. But the dude, the dude knows what he's doing. Yeah, he does. But yeah, maybe, I mean, you know, I can see that. I don't know. People definitely like that song a lot. With it, This is the one that had the 200, what is it? 200 million? Yeah. Something like that. Two, almost 300 What's million. What's the next one? After that, like second most played? Old yeah. Pine. And that one's got just under 200 million. Okay. okay. Yeah, so, so he's got... When I say just million. under 200 million, it's 8 million off of 200 million, which you think 8 million is a lot, but, but like in... 200 million. million. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, it's a little under 200 million. Yeah. Okay. Zeros, dude. Zeros are crazy. Zeros are crazy. We have, Alex and I have talked about this. So I'm a, I'm a uh, mechanical engineering major and I love math. Oh. And math, he gets off his ass to play some math. Yeah, I do a lot of. He does a lot of math. But um, we want to do one episode about mathematical paradoxes. Ooh! (laughs) Can you give me one example quickly? Yeah, real quickly. Okay, so let's say you got a bucket that's infinitely large. Ooh. Okay. okay? And you're putting balls into it. Okay. Your pattern is you put two in Mm -hmm. and take one out. Hmm. Put two in, take one out. Put two in, take one out. If you do that infinite amount of times, how many balls are in there at the end? What would you guess? Okay. You put in two, you put take two, out one. Take out one. And then you put two more in, take out one. Oh, wait. Oh, my gosh. I got lost. There's two. No, at the end, wait. there's there's an infinite amount. Okay? Cause you've, done, you've done it over <laughs> and over yeah, and over. Yeah, right. yeah there's so many. <laughs> but okay. same thing. Only difference is you number the balls. Okay? Oh. So you put in ball one and two. Uh-huh. Take out ball one. Okay. Now you put in ball three and four. Uh-huh. Take out ball two. You oh. always take out the lowest number, okay? Do that. Okay. Infinite amount of time. Same kind of thing. You're still putting two in, pulling one out, but it's ordered. 
Uh-huh. How many balls are in there at the end? No, I didn't do math. Zero. Oh, oh. Because <laughs> give me th- think of a number that would be in there still. Ten thousand? Oh. No, you took that one out on the ten thousandth turn. Oh. Hundred thousand? No, you put that <laughs> on the hundred thousandth turn. But there's just th- higher numbers now, right? But give me any number that would still be in there. Because you, you, know, you took it out. Eventually. You took it out on one of the turns. Y- yeah, yeah, yeah. You took it. So when d- is there a start and stop? That's no, it's infinite. This That's is the idea. There's a lot of paradoxes we talk about. Like, infinity. This feels yeah. like quantum physics that I'm just not ready for. Honestly, I, I wouldn't even. It, maybe is it quantum? Would that be considered quantum no. physics? It's just, it, this is just mathematical paradoxes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. is me. To anything like advanced. It's feels number theory in a way. It's 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 a uh, touching on the idea of like is infinity a number? Well, no. no this is, wait, this comes from we read a book a long time ago. Oh yeah, um, it's called A Short Stay in Hell. Oh. It's written by a guy from here actually, and it deals with large numbers. Like mm. what is, at what point does a number become infinite? Like because yeah, the, the 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 quick synopsis is the guy gets put into hell. Um, his personal he di- hell. His personal hell. He dies and he loves to read books, and so he gets put into his personal hell with all a bunch of other people. That love to read books, yeah. and it's a library, and it has so like each page has two hundred words, or two hundred fi- two hundred characters, or like whatever. same number of characters. Some and, and the, every book has the same number of pages. So basically, every book has the same number of characters in it, but it's every combination of characters that can exist in the English language. So there's A to Z, and then the periods, spaces, slash marks. You know, all, what I'm saying? all the different characters we have. But so basically, you get out of hell when you find your life story. Okay, that's how that's the way you get out. So you can either spend your time looking for a book, but in reality, there's an infinite number of books. It was Even like there's not. It was yeah. There's an infinite amount of books. It was it, the number is so large that that's the idea that yeah. uh, he spends like an oh uncomprehendable amount of time. Basically, it, it, in the book, the book's really short. It's only like 150 mm-hmm. pages. But he spends he like the quanti- He tries to quantify how long he's been in this yeah. library looking for this book, and. I think the last and page it says like it does the math for yeah. you on how many books are in the library, and, and then it, it compares it to like the number of known atoms in the universe, and, and it's, it's like not even close. Like it's, it's like the books are it, the way bo- more than this. The math, the, just the number of zeros on how many more books there are than the number of atoms, atoms in the known universe. It's just like yeah. so many more books. Interesting that, concept. Yeah. So, oh, but the idea is it'll it'll put you in a coma, dude. Yeah, it'll it's make weird. It makes, you, it makes you feel strange, but like it and. Yeah, but the idea is, you know, like the the dev, the devil or the guy's like, you know, you're not gonna be here forever. Yeah, but you'll you you'll are. find it. You'll find yeah. it eventually. Like, there's one part of the book where he jumps off a balcony to get to the bottom, so he can start from a good starting place, and he just falls for, for like years, ten thousand years, and he's oh. like, he's eventually, falling. he's like, I can't see the bottom still. He's like, and he well, does, I gotta start somewhere. He like tries to like, and he like, sm- it's weird. Yeah, you gotta read the book. Yeah, it's yeah, cool. It's really okay, strange. Okay, okay. So last song, right, Alex? Oh yeah, we're back to Ben Howard. That was a yeah, it was a nice I, tangent though. That was a great tangent. This is more. We should have more of those tangents. You think Ben Howard does mathematical equations? What if there was like a cult we could look up the Ben Howard cult that has like, he predicts like the end of the world in this song, and if you do this, and you know what I'm saying, like the whole <laughs> Zeppelin, the whole the Zeppelin thing from? that if you play "Stay What I Have" backwards, it's you know. We, sure, we should, we should get that, we should get into a bit. Um, word. Okay. Last yeah. song. Last big last song here. Um, Rivers in Your Mouth. It's a great one. Which is a great. I think it's a great title. First off, mm-hmm. I almost did Small Things. I love that all song too. All the small things. Yeah. No. All the small I'm things. Like <laughs> yeah. Instead. No. The song right before. I almost. I almost did Small Things. In, okay. But uh, yeah. Rivers in Your Mouth. And I was actually in the shower playing these. And I was like, nice. nah. Because no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was playing while I was in the shower. Um, small things first, and then rivers in your mouth afterwards. And I was like, nah, that one's better. I'm gonna okay. use that one. 
So that was kind of how I came to this conclusion. Okay. So here we go.
to give Ben some props. Okay, yeah. So, first off, I think, okay, really cool. Um, love how you guys might have not even heard it either. But the bass comes in after the first verse. Okay. And it's very subtle, but it, it just it brings a lot of... Um, Whole, I don't know. What trying to, it brings a lot of volume to the room. Fills the room sure. with the sound. I mean, yeah, I noticed that at the end. I didn't notice when it came in, but like yeah. when it was by itself, it comes, the end, it's like so. Full. I feel like it comes in really, really subtle. Um, but it comes in in the, in the second verse. Um, love how the third hold it in, the beat stops. Did you guys notice that too? Yeah, yeah that's another cool. Th- listen to the song again. The beat stops and hold it in, babe. Hold it in, right in, and the beat stops. Okay. And then it comes back in. Um, really cool. Um. I think probably the why I like this the most is at the end. And so if you notice too, I don't know if you guys heard it, um, he sings the harmony, maybe just like back to the guitar, over the top yeah, of the guitar. Of that old guitar at the very, solo. At the very, after the, yeah, at the very end, mm-hmm. um, what the guitar solo is, like I would consider, he just, he sings the harmony over the top okay, of it. You want to hear it? Like to hear this. Yeah, play that last part. <laughs> So that yeah, last that last one's a little more subtle, but you could hear the the rest of the other times okay. written beforehand. Um, I was gonna say I got even props for embracing long songs. Yes. As, as a as a singer songwriter, I feel like that's kind of abnormal. How long do you think this song is? Oh man, five something. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's like five ten. Okay. Nice. But like it, I I think to to a more a non musician, a lay person of music. Yeah. That's a long, long. song. Absolutely. That's long. You know, it's no, it's no rush song. This is not it's a no, song. It's no Mastodon song. But unless like, you're, unless you're really just like laying in bed bored, um, this is a song where you play in the car. It'll kind of just like be uh, start and be done before you, before you even know it. Right. Kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I would say like he, there's there's a large portion at the end of the song that if I was a, a pop producer, I'd probably call it non-essential. You know what I mean? It, it doesn't right. like. Yeah, they put to play like the last part. Yeah. How many times? Sixteen measures yeah. of it's whatever. It's not gonna make a radio edit. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, but which like, they should make a radio edit. Exactly, but like it. I I noticed the other songs too of his. I can't like name off the top of my head, but like there were lots of times where I was like, I'll bet you the song's about done. As I listened to it, and I looked down, I'm like, oh no, it's still no. got another minute and a half left. I'm like, oh cool, like the guy's grooving. Yeah, and and I think I don't know if that. I mean, he he mentioned like I said, he mentioned Sting as one of his. Big influences, um, and who's, I can't remember exactly. St- who's not influenced by Sting? Though? Right, but like Sting's great. I, I wonder if if uh, his other influences were were more like you know seventies and eighties people that longer songs were more norm back then, and I wonder if he embraced that like uh, on purpose, like not subconsciously. What's the word? opposite of subconsciously. Consciously, intentionally. That's what I'm looking for. That's funny. Super consciously. What's, no. the, what's the opposite of subconscious? Conscious. But uh, yeah, like I wonder if he was intentional. Like I'm gonna do this. My songs are gonna be longer than they need to be because that's different. I don't know. I, I definitely feel like he just this, this is exactly what he wanted to be writing. Yeah. But then you can tell he's. This is very Ben Howard. Mm-hmm. This is another one that's like he wrote this song. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I don't know. What do you think, Stacey? Yeah, I mean, 
like kind of like you said, it's very Ben Howard. There's that very rise and fall, um, yeah. carrying a repetitive theme throughout the song, but still holding the listener captive through the journey of the song. And like honestly, like just listening to the first two albums, <laughs> it, it <laughs> is, just, that, is that your takeaway? That's what you want to tell fans. It just has like a nice sound that's okay. like very. Um, it's just like very pleasant. Sure. To listen to. And I think also a side note, it's uh, what we were talking about with if he uh, likes math, he definitely likes physics. He has a little subtle physics lesson here. Water takes the shape of all that it surrounds. He's talking about, oh, you know, there you go. It's okay. like, I want to teach you kids a little bit about physics. Water takes the shape. We got some science. Liquids. Yes. Liquids. They we got some science. Yes, we got exactly. some folklore. We got emotions. We got a he's little a bit of everything. Yeah. This guy knows what he's doing. He's a surfer. He, he's, you know. We'll start. Let's start the Ben Howard. Maybe that's what we'll change. The, instead of biscuits and groovy, we're gonna be <laughs> the, the Ben, ben Howard, Howard cult. Podcast. Yeah, <laughs> and we start every day with a prayer to Ben Howard. Oh my gosh, that's Love funny. That. No, but for real, this okay. Maybe this is a thought I had too while listening to the song because this is obviously he's playing with a band here, right. um, a full band. And I saw some live stuff where he does this. He plays with a full band. You know, it'd be like him playing guitar, two more guitars, a bass oh, guitar, really? doing on keyboards. A, you know, yeah, 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 full the full ten yards of the you know six seven people. Um. Makes you wonder if, if the world was different, and Ben Howard didn't come up through the reins of playing in open mic nights, of being a singer songwriter open mic night dude, if he had a band That's instead, and from the very beginning, what else they'd be doing? Mm. Because because like this is I hear, this is like, not okay. It's hard to say the pinnacle of Ben Howard because you know what? Else, what if he comes up with a fourth album yeah, that's like it's Zeppelin just, Four, right? Oh gosh, and it's just it's like, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So so yeah, because, um, yeah. Anyway, um, but this I would say definitely like Ben Howard music that is very Ben Howardish. But you're gonna have a bunch of fantastic musicians around him doing. This is the upper echelon of uh-huh, Ben Howard songs. Yeah, yeah. Because if he, you, you could definitely do this song with him just playing the. Um, he does oh, like sure, the, yeah. or the harmonic whatever rhythm that he's doing yeah. um, just that and have it kind of be like a first album where it's just like sure. him playing guitar and singing mm-hmm. and then they do some producing behind it but this one's got a lot more to it you know what I'm saying yeah. um, and just like some of the stuff I was saying before how they um, this one's very well produced I yeah, think this whole second album is just like fantastic that, maybe that's, that's why we I mean that's the one that we could all agree on and, you know I mean you guys obviously are all about this, the first album and I'm more about the third album but we both love the second album. And yeah. I think, I think it shows, well, I would say in the production. Definitely. And, and I think, um, just on this one, I, I like to think of it as if I was recording it. You know, I'm like, listen to it and I'm like, I wonder, you know, what point certain uh, harmonic or melodic elements got thrown into the mix. Like, on this one, I'm thinking of it as like that little, wow, wow, that kind of echoey guitar stab that he throws in there, like, at least once a verse or so. Yeah. I'm like, I wonder if, you know, they're listening to it and they're like, there's something missing right there. And they just, you know, throw that in there. I feel, I feel like those kind of moments are really magical. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I think he plays them well. I think he has a good ear for them, whether it's him or his engineer or his producer or what, but like whoever was on this album really had a good ear for like, there's yeah. something missing right there. And it makes you wonder who's, who's the dudes torn with him. Um, yeah. if it's the same guys, but like if dude, I can tell you, if Ben Howard had a band band besides this six whole whatever the, the what is it a blaze of feather, feather. <laughs> yeah um, it looks like he's got other associated acts but I think the blaze of feather and then it just names all the people from a oh, blaze yeah, of feather gotcha. um, yeah we have, to, we have to look into it yeah dude when he comes on the show eventually he's clearly doing just fine though so no like 
real criticism. Yeah. <laughs> that's the we like him. Yeah. We're, that's we're, the, we're, the overall we're, is is Ben <laughs> Howard is like Miles Davis and wants to I don't know what'd you say was keeping, keeping he li- the song special. Yeah, keeping the like song special. special. Yeah. He wrote a lot of special songs. You know what you know what Jimi Hendrix said about Miles Davis? That he's the coolest guy ever. That too. But he said he said uh when he dies he wants to go up to heaven and play a big old show with Miles Davis. That's it. he's like that's Aww, what he's looking forward to. That's cute. So like I feel like you can't get much cooler than Jimi Hendrix wanted to play a show with you. Like Miles Davis. At <laughs> that point you're the coolest person that ever lived. Can you imagine like in the afterlife, just like tons of musicians just like oh, vibing. Yeah. Just like Ben Howard, jamming. Miles Davis. Yeah, dude. Jimmy there's, there's some I mean, yeah. All sorts of people that'll be up there hanging out. Or down there, you know. Yeah, down uh, that's there. true. Or, I don't know. Or, yeah. or, or around, around there. Around there. <laughs> <laughs> but Ben Howard, epic dude. Listen to him. I think that's pretty much what we're yeah. saying. Because yeah. um, the future holds more for Ben Howard. Yes, I would definitely important. say he's not whatever. He even done. if he, yeah, if he does other things with other people, he ain't done whatever he's doing. He's a lefty. Really? Yeah. Oh. Maybe that's why. Maybe that's, that's the way. Are you a lefty? The, no. No. I don't know why I thought you were. But you I don't know, know what? This about Alex. This is. I always point out to people. Alex was born moments after Kurt Cobain died. Yeah, so isn't that crazy? He might be a lefty reincarnate. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I'm Kurt Cobain just right-handed. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just joking, but but on that same note of, of guitar playing, this so like th- I think that's kind of one of the things that I really loved about this last song, is that whole guitar solo. He's singing to the you know melody, right. but mm-hmm. I just feel like I could rip oh, over dude. the top of that, and yeah, I would absolutely. and I, I would want to, and this is one of the song like a lot of songs I like a lot too. I list, I'm like I want to figure out what key that is, and I could just want to rip right. over the top of that's, that. That's one of my favorite things as a guitarist. It's like you play around until you find that key center, and as soon as you find it, you're like, all right, minor pentatonic, baby, just yeah. just. Throw and find find a good riff and just get a wah pedal. I mean, in a sense, he's like he's like a low key jam band, not in the oh, sense yes. because it's just like the same riff but over and over again. That's a jam band. Yeah. I also love. I think anytime, like I really can appreciate the acoustic guitar throughout his um, recordings, mm-hmm. but. Anytime there's electric guitar, I just love how it sounds. His like tone is, is the, both the both the, the yes, the tone is amazing. Um, the note choice yeah. just sounds so nice. So I feel like kind of what you were saying, if he had a full band, if that's kind of the Ben Howard band, um, started that way. Yeah. Then it would even like further showcase. That what would it be? Ability that he that's had. that's that, honestly that would it's be like my the ben, ben Howard Holt's five. Whoa. The Ben Howard five, five? four, yeah. four <laughs> five. Mostly, I've only seen him. Guess what? He what? Guess what guitar I've seen him mostly play? Gibson. Um, I was gonna I don't know, say, yeah, hummingbird. I was gonna guess a Martin. Well, no, okay. So besides the acoustic, I mean electric oh, guitar. Oh, gotcha. Okay, I would guess a jazz master. Okay, he's a telly. He's a telly, really? telly, he's a telly guy. Oh. Like he should be. Yeah, Telly's, Telly's king. I don't know why he's at Gibson. I know. No, but I've seen him. Play, yeah, I've seen him play. He's played a Les Paul. He plays it. Yeah, no, I've seen him play other guitars too. But a mo- Telly man. He's a yeah. He's a Telly Maple Telly guy. So single single coils. Do you remember? Yeah, yeah. It's okay. just like a, just a standard Telly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. maple 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 board and. Interesting. Yeah. I'll have to look into that. Dude. I, yeah, this is one guy that I didn't watch any live performances. Weird thing. But it makes you wonder because I don't know. Maybe it was him. I want to say that most of the electric guitar in that was probably not him playing. Right. Maybe um, well, okay, okay, so. Um, from when I've seen this song play live, he does that harmonic at the very beginning. Okay. Um, just listen back to it, I guess, yeah. or the listeners as well listen back. Um, but the the hook, 
yeah. guitar hook. I don't think that's not that's not a okay. him mm. sure. typically. Yeah. Percent live performance, it's not him. But anyway, we all to say before know. we move on to before we announce next week's band. Yeah, ooh. and say thank you to Stacy. Oh. Yeah, Stacy, so much. Dope. We you know yeah. this is the first time we're gonna have a third. Yeah, rolling in. Really? We did. It, yeah, because yeah, we've kind of decided um, as we continue on with our choosing of bands um, with the bigger, more discussion topic kind of full, maybe more popular is a way to put it. Mm-hmm. We're going gonna to try to get a third person in just because there's more to talk about. There's more great yeah, songs. People with, with a more vast catalog. Yes, yeah, more of a popular catalog to where there's more. Because like, like, even though we, um, you guys had one overlapping song, besides that, we all yeah. had different, different opinions songs. on what was the best song. Mm-hmm. You know, so... Um, yeah, oh, yeah, so you were you were the guinea pig, and I enjoyed it. Oh, thank Great you. guinea pig. Thank you for having me. It was a fun Is time. Biscuits sure. and groovy. We yeah, didn't yeah, serve it. Was it more biscuits or more groovy in your mind? Um, we didn't bring any biscuits. Yeah. Like, How dry was I'd it? Say That's the just question. the right you know proportion of each. The biscuits weren't too big, but the groovy was nice and groovy. I've been yeah. to places where there's too many, too much biscuits. Biscuits mm. are just huge in the gravy. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't sop it up. Well, you can't even eat all the biscuits. Yeah, just get dry. There's got to be enough biscuits. Biscuits are filling. They, they are, are filling. I mean, it's, it's, it's just a, yeah, just a lot of bread. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, makes sense. But yeah, okay, give it to us. Biscuits okay. and Groovy, episode seven is next week. No, I think it's episode six. I think this is five today. Really? Because you chose the odd numbers and you chose today. Oh, word. So episode six is Kishibashi. OMG, I love You love Kishibashi? Kishibashi. Yeah. Kishibashi. And I don't know Kishibashi. I know maybe two songs. That's oh. that's my new metric is if I know two songs, I can <laughs> then, pick them. If I know more or less, I can't pick them. Interesting. I'm more or less. I'm excited for that one. Kishibashi. Yeah. We'll tune in next week for Kishibashi then. Yes. We Thank you very much for listening. We love you very much. And we will see you guys later. Thanks. <laughs>